1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 123 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo and I'm here with this snapshot, which is a little mini-sode, with Gina Militia. How are you, Gina?
2: I'm great, Val. I always love doing these little snapshots, sneaking a little episode in. It's cool. That's
1: right. So in between our regular programming each week, we sometimes drop these snapshots where we answer listener questions but also address some topic that's either on Gina's brain or on or my brain. So this week we do have a listener question but then we're going to talk about how to boost your creativity and inspiration. Now first our listener question is from Dan Bruno. Now Dan asks, any advice on taking group shots of little girls in dance outfits <laughs> under <laughs> bad fluorescent light? I have two manual speed lights and umbrellas and could possibly borrow a third light. Okay well, I don't Um, have many occasions where I actually need to take group shots of little girls in dance outfits under bad fluorescent light (laughs) but I can imagine that if you do have kids and you have a girl who's into dancing that might be something that you will need to do and you might be given the job of taking um the the whole dance studio
2: so where do we go from here Gina what's your answer to Dan? So, so I think the reason that they light these dance studios with bad fluorescent lighting is it's just practice for when the little girls grow up and go to nightclubs val because that's the lighting <laughs> they have in the bathrooms isn't it, it you is know terrible, so isn't it? so you, it's the worst lighting in the world but it's cheap it spreads out everywhere and I guess that's why all these and and you kind of wish it was that more romantic beautiful those beautiful uh, pendant lights lovely warm tungsten lighting and those beautiful New York loft. That's what you've always got in your head, in mind's eye when someone says, come and do photos at my child's (laughs) dance studio. Yes. And then you always get there and it's a fluoro lit sort of, you know, lino floor not what you imagined unfortunately. But so tricky, tricky lighting scenario here, Dan. There's a couple of ways uh, to go about this. So In... In the good old days when we talked about fluoro lighting, and so even uh, up to about 10 years ago, most fluoro lighting had a really ugly green tint, and I think that's why you and I, Val, hate it so much because yeah. it just did something to skin tone. It's just not pretty to go under. Don't go on a first date if they're taking you to a fluoro lit restaurant. It's not It's not flattering at all. So it's like yes. all the worst kind of lighting ever to be and under. And
1: what's even worse is is when you do go to the bathroom and it is that horrible fluorescent lighting with the green tinge and you're wearing green. Oh my god, that happened to me once and I looked in the mirror <laughs> and I almost wanted to, you know, curl up in a ball and die because it, it was mean? just it just looked what, so bad. Too,
2: so what happens to the green it makes it greener. So you you'd look like a Martian. Right, and your yeah, face, you look, you look sick. You look so sick, yeah. absolutely, yes. It's not mm. happy lighting at all. It's just like, no. you know. It's, who invented it's people, it? I, mean, I really,
1: do oh So dumb. No, well, so who I thought mean. to put them in bathrooms? How dumb.
2: Anyway. Well, the idea like, is so you can see yourself better in the bathroom, but, like, we all know that you have that beautiful, soft beauty lighting in the bathroom mirrors. Yes. Everyone is much happier. So, everyone. Sorry, Bruno, we go off on a tangent. Yeah. So, you mean Dad. What are, Sorry, Dan Bruno. Sorry, um, cool name by the way. Very In cool the good name. old days, fluoro did have that green tint. Today, it's hard to tell what you're going to get with fluoro lighting because uh, if you get the uh, more expensive, classier kinds of fluoro lighting, that you can actually get proper daylight balanced fluoro or you could get a mix of the, the old green magenta or like something that's warm or a mix of everything so uh, it's tricky it's hard to know what's up there so so what you could do is you could uh, gel those lights back so there's uh, some gels that you can buy from a camera store that will be uh, balanced to uh, make the fluoro uh, convert the fluoro to daylight that's an expensive one the workaround Ooh. is you can gel your flashes and make them into fluoro. So the same color as fluoro. So you're working with the same color of lighting and then you can balance that back to daylight or uh, you can work with a mix of your – because Dan's only got speed lights to work with. So if I was going Mm. to give you the ideal scenario, I'd take – studio lighting and completely overpower the fluoro so your your flashes were lighting the shot but because you've got speed lights it's going to be a lot harder to do that my my concern with the speed lights is you're going to have to be using them at absolute full power to be able to overpower the the fluoro that's in the room Mm. and working with groups of little girls that having to wait for the lights to recycle when they're at full power, it might yeah. be a struggle. So that's, that's a problem. Um, so I would compromise and, uh, bring a gray card and work with a, a A combination of speed light to light the shot and uh, use a bit of uh, fluoro as fill so it'll be underexposed it shouldn't have too much of a tint to it and you'll have the the lovely uh, speed light that is your main hero light and then if there's any issues you could probably uh, brush away some of the green in post-production so um probably don't get too hung up about it. it you might be lucky and get kind of a, a nice uh, a nicer kind of fluoro if there is one that, that won't have too much of a, a tinge but mate, basically use your use your speed lights as the main light and your fluoro as fill. so your your background will be exposed slight at slightly less than what your flashes are so so you can get create beautiful moody shots of the little girls could be nice. Oh
1: yeah, I, I'd never even thought of doing Just something like that. Yeah, what a good yeah, idea! I would
2: love to do that. Like those beautiful, uh, you know, I'm imagining little girls in ballerina outfits.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. They, yeah, so that's yeah, do something that's, a little bit different. Yeah. Little little girls in dance outfits in. Grunge style,
2: or something. but not grunge. It doesn't have to be grunge to <laughs> no, be moved. No, I'm, I'm just like, saying like, that you know, rembrandt lighting, but grungy yes. little. That that could be actually a really cool idea for a That's photo shoot I as mean. well. Something different. Grungy girls, yeah, <laughs> girls, you know,
1: with, attitude, with attitude, instead oh. of looking like Disney princesses. <laughs> Great. All right. Hope that helps, Dan. So now we're going to move on to how to boost your creativity and inspiration. Why are we talking about this this week, Gina? What's brought this on?
2: Well, because it's like I had a uh, a bit of a uh, what I call it a brain freeze. Well, do you ever have those? Do you ever have those moments where you need to come up with a concept, right? Or you need to come up with a creative pitch? need to pull an idea out right and you sit down at the computer or at your notebook and nothing but tumbleweeds have you ever had that experience
1: yes yes sometimes sometimes particularly when i'm tired
2: yeah, 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 yeah. So same. And so it got me so I had that situation a little while ago. So I'd had a really long week. I'd been shooting and editing back to back and I was wiped and uh I was just exhausted and all I wanted to do was, you know, binge watch good telly, right? Mm-hmm. But and and eat Nutella and stuff. You know how you just want to do that all the time? Did and you want to uh, binge watch oh, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Uh huh, and uh, eat stuff like over now. What's your half a loaf of olive bread like I just had before I came
1: with olive oil.
2: My God, yeah, like I know you (laughs) love a bit of olive oil. You and I, when (laughs) we go to a restaurant, half a bottle of olive oil disappears. Yes. Oh, and you get like this whole thing you do with the salt and pepper valve. Yeah, I know. know. (laughs) Yeah, so. Yeah, but the, you just want to do that. But I had to come up with a creative pitch and right. I'm sitting there and I'm – no, nothing, nothing, no idea. So Cause you were tired. Because I was exhausted and your brain is wiped and, yeah. you know, and then you look around and, it, like, I'm wondering, so what has ha, – uh, have I lost it? Because do, yeah. do you ever wonder when you can't get an idea, do you feel like I'm never going to have a good idea again? Yeah, and I know what you is it mean. Some days you just like you can be like every day you just all on fire, like you're thinking of great stuff, and then there's other days when it's like, oh, I got nothing, I got nothing, and uh, you know, you it makes it well. I feel really useless when that happens, and so yeah. you know, so here I am, I'm sitting there. I hadn't really been home in daylight for a long time, and I'm looking around, and then I notice that. Have you ever, like, I think I've had this conversation with you when you get times when you're away from home for a long time that, like, do you get dust bunnies at your place? Or, you no, know, you've got those cleaners that come up from, you make them drive <laughs> for two hours to get to your place. Do they no. still come? Yeah. <laughs> so you're lucky. <laughs> Sometimes, what, is it, what are like, dust bunnies? So dust bunnies are like... Uh, it's a term when you, if like you're not vacuuming every three days when you've got pets, like the dust kind of all collects and the pet hair collectively collects and it'll form like a another beast <laughs> it looks like a bunny in the corners of the room it's a just thing? a collection yeah it's like a collection of dust and so okay. yeah they're called dust bunnies and so when they get big enough that the pets have friended them or that you know <laughs> that you're starting to leave water out for them you think all oh, right it's time to um, it's time to clean so I left the computer and uh, I started cleaning. And, uh, and, then, and then I'd uh, do the pitch after. And so I started cleaning and I started vacuuming. And I'm vacuuming and I'm cleaning. I got into it. The groove fell. I got into it, you know, okay. dusting and everything. And there was this moment between sort of vacuuming under the couch and dusting that my creativity came back. I found it. The pitch was under the couch. It had rolled under the couch. So you think we should clean? Well, do you think that is a miracle happened or what happens? Does the vacuum cleaner have magic powers like Harry Potter? (laughs) No. If you lose your creativity, is it going to be under the couch? Where do you find it? I don't know. Have you noticed that like – the moment that you start doing any low-level activity like you're having a shower, you drive uh, yes. a long drive, yes. you're walking, you're pulling weeds. I yep. can't see you pulling uh, weeds. Yeah, but, I've never done that. Uh, you're on your boogie board, Val, catching a <clears> wave, <throat> or your latest uh, new happy place, you're yes. weaving or... What, what is it that you do? How do you call it? What do you call it?
1: Well, That's I'm still deciding hobby? it, but, yes, I am discovering weaving and macrame.
2: <laughs> so your macrame, what's the um, doing word for macrame? Macrameing. Maybe. So you are macrame, you get into the zone, right? So you loop over what what give me some macrame terms, weave um, over weft, what, what what
1: square knots and
2: half square, hitches. So but you get into the zone, right? And yeah. or you're washing dishes and you get into the zone. And so what basically happens is that um, there's a scientific reason about like what happens to your brain when you're doing this low level activity. So there's two parts of the brain. You've got the executive part and the genius part, not the actual terms, but the executive part of the brain as the part of the brain that gets stuff done. The genius part of the brain is comes up with the ideas. So, think of the executive part as the self-centered friend you have that totally dominates every conversation right we all have one of those and we'll always bring the topic back to them no matter what Uh, you're talking about, like you could go and see them and say, oh, I'm really upset about this and they're like, oh, that's a shame. Back to me. Back to me. Um, So the executive is always, is also the friend you go to whenever you need to get practical help, like finding your way to work every day or shopping (laughs) Finding your way to work You know, like all the practical stuff that you need to know. It's, It's the executive part of your brain that does that for you. You know, knowing which fork to use at a fancy restaurant. I still struggle with that sometimes. I think you work from the outside in, that's okay? Right. The genius part of your brain—that's your dreamer friend who always wants to jump on the next flight to Paris or ride around in a sports car with the top down in the rain. I love that song. Um, what song? The, you know that at the age? Oh, I'm not going to sing. It's a line <laughs> from a song. People okay. will know sure genius notices the sunset and Mm -hmm. says beautiful inspiring and poetic things when you least expect it that's the genius part of your brain so the executive part is loud and constantly booming out instructions that's the Mm -hmm. part you always hear all day long that voice in your head that's the executive part Mm -hmm. the genius part is a lot quieter And he's whispering stuff to you all day long, but you're not hearing it because the executive is so loud. So what you need to do is find a way to let the genius part of yourself, of your brain be heard because it's constantly speaking to you. That's where creativity comes from. And the trick is to try and distract the executive part of your brain for long enough so genius has an opportunity to speak up and so the best way just find distractive So do if you're ever struggling with uh, a creative idea you need to come up with something do things like menial repetitive things uh, like walking uh, cleaning or Mm. you know running and things like that and you'll find that then when you uh, try and come up with an, an idea the inspiration will come
1: if i go running i'll be too busy focusing on trying to catch my
2: breath But it's got to be a low-level activity, maybe. So, like, like some people can jog and they're not going to throw up. Like, I could run (laughs) up the road and, yeah, I would be heaving by the time I got to the neighbour's house. So... (laughs) But for walking for me is a great yes. way to clear my head and it's just enough. So I've got to focus on putting one foot in front of the other and um, that's enough for me to get the idea going, you know, the ideas flow and uh, let, let the genius speak rather than letting uh, executive uh, tell me all the stuff that I don't really want to listen to.
1: I like that. I think that it's also the same with, say, writing because I deal with a lot of writers who talk about suffering from writer's block and one of the pieces of advice i give them is go for a walk or do the dishes just do something mindless and let the idea brew in your head and it's amazing you know what can happen if you allow it to do that same thing happens to me in the shower um as you mentioned before i seem to get a lot of ideas in the shower to the point where um a mutual friend of ours belinda weaver sent me um waterproof shower the waterproof um, notepad for the shower. Oh, Testy. Yeah. What a great- Yeah. A very good idea. So the other thing is um, that I would add to that because this is something that I have been trying to do for myself lately. We've all heard of um, Julia Cameron's very um, famous book called The Artist's Way, which is not just referring to artists and painters or whatever. It refers to writers and photographers and all creatives. And she talks about taking yourself out on an artist's date Mm. each week. And I've just morphed that or evolved that um, into, and I call it a creative date. So I'm trying to take myself out on a creative date every week and to do something that's not necessarily mindless. Those things are still important when you're stuck and you just need your brain to be able to, you know, not focus on the doing. but But to stimulate your brain by going to a play or an exhibition or, you know just observing nature or doing a workshop or a class it's it is a different thing but because that it actually does stimulate you yes. more but that can be useful as well for for inspiration, I think. And and, and I, I encourage other people. This is my new thing, encouraging other people to go out on a creative date each for, with themselves, yep. like no one else, each week. Yep. So, um, Yeah, if you, um, if you are taking yourself out on a creative date, let us know and ping us. We'd love to hear from you. So that brings us to, because this is a mini-sode, it's a mm. little snapshot, That brings us to the end of this particular episode. Where do we find you online, Gina?
2: So you can find me at ginamilitia.com. So that's G-I-N-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-A. And I'm also at Gina Militia on Twitter and Instagram, Val.
1: And you'll find me at Valerie Koo, that's K-H-O-O, on Twitter and Instagram. And you'll also find both of us in the Facebook group. Yes, we have our very own Facebook group for listeners. All you need to do is search for so you want to be a photographer podcast community, and it's free to join the Facebook group uh, and we'd love to see you in there. And um, do ping us to let us know what you're doing to boost your creativity and inspiration and if you are taking yourself out on a creative date. Thanks for listening, everyone and we look forward to chatting to you again next time.
0: Thanks guys. Thanks for listening to So you Want to Be a Photographer.